It's been 11 years since we've seen Sydney and Ghostface. Find out when we discuss Screen 5 if it was worth the wait. I'm Chad. And I'm Matt. You've made it to episode 45 of We Used to Talk About This at Work. So this is another milestone episode, 45 weeks in the fucking game. How you feeling, brother? I'm feeling good. Um, Honestly, when we started this, I thought it was a phase. I thought it was just something we was going to do to shoot the shit. And next thing you know, it evolved into something more. And I went from having my $20 microphone to spending over $100 on a microphone to getting a ring light. Shout out to Kamaya, because once I saw she had it, I was like, oh, I need to get one of those, too. <laughs> Spending money on headphones and everything, so. Yeah, you know, I see you got some I'm new headphones there. You got a new microphone, right? Oh, yeah, that good blue Yeti. Yeah, I'm very familiar, yeah. And also, uh, normally, Chad is the one who arranges the guests and do all that. So, but this time around, I got somebody that I work with. Welcome to the show, Cody. Hey, how's it going? So who is Cody? <laughs> how do how do we know each other? Uh, yeah, so me and Matt uh, work together um, and kind of over the course of the last like year and a half that I've been working there, we kind of just uh, talked a lot about different things, mainly about like anime, movies that we watch and all that kind of stuff and sports and everything. So um, kind of the only person that I talk to at work. So, uh, you know. He's uh, told me about the podcast a couple times, mentioned uh, that you guys were doing the Scream stuff. So, um, and I've told him, I guess, how big I am into a lot of horror movies and stuff. I've got a big uh, kind of spreadsheet in this that I've got of all the horror movies that I watch and how I rank them and everything. So, um, yeah, me and Matt have been working together now for about a year and a half at the uh, same place here in Sasebo. So, Cody, you are aware that there's websites like uh, Letterboxd that you can keep track of the movies that you watch, right? and rank them um nope i uh i'm not aware of that that's the first time i've heard of it i uh i kind of started this list back in like 2016 i think i just made like okay. a list of all the ones that i had seen off of there and uh i've got a spreadsheet honestly the uh spreadsheet that i made was kind of a way to kill time no that totally makes sense man but we'll, we'll... And then when, when he says a spreadsheet it's not like oh halloween five stars it's a thorough list it's like he breaks it down by like director to type and everything else like that color coded it's a thorough list yeah you're gonna have to slide us a screenshot of that cody um i mean it's on uh it's a google google doc so i can definitely share that with you all right that works that works um so you were so who went to japan first you or matt uh matt Matt was here first, and he also, I guess, this is your second time out here, right, Matt? Well, we're not, we not, we not, we not talking about that. We're not talking about. Oh, that. okay. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, Matt we're not gonna talk Matt. about the things that Matt had to do for our country. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, Matt got here first. I got here twenty near the end of twenty twenty. So. <clears throat> gotcha. So, what do you want to talk about this week, man? Um. So before we get into, I guess, the uh, Scream Five discussion, I just wanted to get kind of i was curious about you guys and what your favorite horror movie is and if you got a favorite horror movie franchise just kind of see what you guys kind of like and are into 
so my favorite horror movie is The Orphanage. It's uh, produced by Guillermo del Toro, and the director directed um, the second Jurassic World movie. So that's not indicative of his skill as a filmmaker. I want to be clear. But uh, yeah. The or- Orphanage, or have you, have you, are you familiar with that one? Yeah, yeah. And I'm familiar with Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, it's very, yeah, pretty yeah. popular. Uh, yeah, so he's, he's got some other good stuff that he's done. I think he may have done Pan's Labyrinth as well. Yeah, yeah, Guillermo. And also The Devil's Backbone, which is the movie that takes place before Pan's Labyrinth. Okay, oh, so Pan's Labyrinth was the second one of that? Or yeah. just, okay. Yes. I'll check uh, that one out. So uh, for those that don't know, the orphanage uh, is about a woman who was an orphan when she was a child and she was adopted. She grew up and she came into some money. I believe she was a, she became an actress or something like that. And she was like, I'm going to reopen the orphanage. So on the day that the orphanage is open, reopened, like they're having a big celebration, her son goes missing. Like also a lot of spooky shit happens. And I love this movie because the things that happen in it are the woman's fault, but you don't realize it's that until the end. And I feel like it's kind of clever when they reveal what's happening. Um, I can't think off the top of my head. As a kid, I really liked Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay. Because, you know, you had the other, like, the Jasons, the Halloweens, where it's like a, not a supernatural being, but like something that might like you can kill it or something. I was always intrigued that, you know, you sleeping and he can get to you anywhere because everybody sleeps. So I, I enjoyed those. But off the top of my head, I really liked, I'm going to say my favorite, but one that always sticks into my mind is Devil. I really like that one. Oh, in the elevator? Yeah. Okay. So my favorite uh, movie right now is probably the original uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Ah, okay. Uh, topical, yeah. very topical. <laughs> um, yeah, that was probably my favorite. Uh, but franchise-wise, uh, and I know you guys, I guess, did this on a previous podcast. I would say uh, Halloween um, is probably my favorite one, just because with any kind of franchise, usually you get a lot of movies out there and everything, and sometimes it can get a little uh, off the rails a little bit. Like Friday the Thirteenth, there's an episode where. Uh, there's a movie where Jason goes to Manhattan, which is <laughs> ridiculous. Um, and he's in Manhattan for like 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Running around. Somebody gets tossed in like a barrel of acid that's just sitting out in the street. So yeah, it was, it was pretty ridiculous. So some of them kind of become like caricatures of themselves. Um, it, was, it was New York in the eighties, man. Like anything could happen. They had yeah, prostitution but, in the streets. Yeah. But I mean, I think the whole thing with Jason is, you know, he's, he's at that camp. And all of a sudden now he's at, you know, he's running around Manhattan and then there's another one where he's in space and everything. So um, that one, I think, got away from itself a little bit. But overall, I like the uh, Halloween movie. Um, one thing I kind of disagreed with Matt about was uh, I really just did not like the third Halloween movie at all because it had nothing to do with Michael Myers. It just it really bothered me for some reason. So I so yes, you are Matt's friend. And so I'm sure you listened to our episode on that. So is there even a point of arguing with you? You know our thoughts on those first eight movies. All right. Um, first of all, let me chime in. Hey, <laughs> I don't think he listened to the episode. It was just after we did it, uh I talked to him at work about it. 
<laughs> plug. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, and then that's how I got a still is, and I still stuck to my guns. I like that one. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, it, I don't know. There was I, I enjoyed Michael Myers the character and everything. So then I watched that, and I was just like, this is I don't know. I I wasn't into the whole druid ritual, all that kind of stuff. It was I don't know. It was the I think director ended up saying, you know, he got to make that one because he made an agreement with whoever was producing it early on that he would get to make one kind of separate. Um, but then, you know, I think they got, uh, after they did it, they're like, okay, time to go back to, you know, the actual guy that's important and everything. So, um, but yeah, overall, I think the Halloween uh, franchise is the one that I probably enjoy the most. And just the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre was very, Obviously, they were limited with what they could do, special effects, CGI, and all that, but it had just a very kind of creepy feel to it, and it was very well done, um, I thought. So So, uh, mine is Paranormal Activity. Now, I've seen everyone except movie number four and six, but I've seen everyone besides that, even that one that dropped on Paramount Plus like last month or a couple of months ago. I think it was in October. And... I don't mind found footage, but I just like that there's more going on to the story. Like if you really pay attention, like the series is about like at least the first couple of Katie's family, they are wealthy and they are wealthy because one of her ancestors sold their soul to the devil for prosperity. And I think that's really interesting. Yeah, I really like Paranormal Activity. Would you consider um, um, what's the movie where you can when you when now uh, you can see the deaths? Oh, uh, Final Destination. Final Destination. Do you consider that a horror movie? I think so. What about you? Yeah. What do you think, Cody? Yeah, I, I yeah, it falls in there. I've seen. Uh, I think I've seen all of those. I think there's like five of them or something. Yeah, so, I've seen yeah. one, two, and five, and like five is fucking insane. I love five so much. Why are you skipping movies like this? You said you for the other one too. You skipped like the fourth one too. Because it's like, uh, because it was like I uh, I was watching the mess that came on. Like I missed that one and I didn't go back to it. So I just kept moving forward. So I'm gonna go with uh, Final yeah, Final Destiny, yeah. Because even to this day, I still don't um be behind trucks with logs. It, that's everybody. That's everybody now. Like yeah. th- that has like hit the public consciousness. It's like as a collective, we don't we just don't do that anymore. Right. I think there are also like videos out there of like that happening to people in real life, like look, having like look, look, Cody, I'm not that. gonna argue with the science of what you're saying. But you talk to anybody that and you ask them why they don't drive behind that, they'll say that one movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, that know, shit was in the trailer, man. There's actual evidence, too. Yeah. So it's, it's backed up by science and everything. <laughs> exactly. And those people who got hit, they should have watched the movie. They would have known not to be behind them. Mm-hmm. But they those people that don't like horror movies. Tisk, uh-huh. tisk. But yeah, um, so Matt, let's hear you complain. You have some things you want to get off your chest. I've been on my Star Wars, um, not trilogy, what do you call it? Marathon. Yeah, yeah. so I'm going in and through the order that it happened in, not the order that it was released in. 
So I finished up Solo and Rogue One. Now, before I tell you my opinion, what was, are you guys' thoughts on Solo and Rogue One? Or we'll start with Solo. I fucking hated Solo. Like, I was pumped for that. Well, okay, let me roll back. So are you familiar with, like, the behind-the-scenes stuff of Solo? No. So are you... The guys that did 21 Jump Street and 22 Jump Street, um, I cannot think of their names right now, and I'm not going to look it up. Channing Tata and Jonah Hill. No, the directors. <laughs> Cody, you got me on this one? Uh, no, sorry. I don't know no, those off the top of my head. All right. So uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, they were initially hired by Disney to direct Solo. And their take was kind of comical. And the movie was like almost done. And the higher ups saw like the completed movie. And they were like, what the fuck did you all do? And they fired them. And they brought in Ron Howard and he reshot almost the entire movie. I want to see this, what they take was now. I, like, what was so bad about it? It wasn't the tone that they were going for that Disney wanted. Like It was Disney, more dark or more light? light it, was, it, was, it was light and goofy. Like if you, yeah, you've seen 21 Jump Street, right? Right. Like, I think it was like probably really goofy and mm. fun. Like, yeah. Um, they well, you don't like that movie. Let me see what else that they've done. Um, uh, they've done some episodes of Brooklyn Nine Nine, Clyde with a Chance of Meatballs. Uh, they produce a lot of shit that we've seen, like Lego Movie, uh, that animated Spider Man movie, Mitchell's versus Machines, like that kind of comedy. Uh, and Disney was like, "Nah, we need to be more serious around around this." That is the speculation. So like going into it like that, I was like, oh, that's kind of disappointing. And then Ron Howard, like I like Ron Howard, but like that's a very different kind of movie um, when you go into a Ron Howard one. And like I was feeling the trailers they had, Donald Glover, like Atlanta, Childish Gambino, like who doesn't love, you know, him and him, he's playing Lando. And you're like, fuck, yes, let's fucking go. Ron Howard. Sandy Newton, the first black woman in Star Wars, like, let's fucking go, right? And then I'm watching the movie in the theater, opening weekend. It was like, no, it was like the Thursday screening. And, you know, we open in, he's like, he killed like a giant puppet. I'm like, okay. And then there's that scene where he's been chased and he's on his way there. Him and um, old girl from Game of Thrones, they're on their way to um, the space station to try and leave the planet. And as they're driving away, speeding away, like this is like five minutes into the movie, not even. In my brain, I was like, oh, wait, I don't like this movie. And then for the rest of the movie, it's just like, this is stupid. That's stupid. So, so you telling me that his name is a Han Solo? Somebody fucking gave him the name Han Solo? Nah, his name was Han, but he didn't have Solo. Right. No, nah, fuck Cody, that movie. Was- Cody, what's your thoughts about Solo? Um, so it's actually funny that you hated it as much as you did. I actually really like it. Um, I'm glad I went first. <laughs> yeah, just because uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think I'd actually heard a little bit of that kind of background where like they had some issues with the guys that originally made it and everything and they had to go back and do some stuff. But um, I don't know. I, uh, 
I enjoyed it. I thought it was, you know, pretty good as an action movie. I enjoyed uh, Donald Glover's role in it as well. Um, his land, kind of like the young Lando, kind of getting to see all that and everything. So uh, overall, yeah, I think I, I enjoyed it for the most part. Um, probably more, I, I also enjoyed uh, Rogue One. I'd probably say between the two of them, I enjoyed that one a little bit more. Cody, uh, we're not talking about Rogue One yet. I, I know, I'm just saying between those two, I, I definitely enjoyed that one a lot. So uh, I did not have as many uh, as many issues, I guess, as uh, you did with it. But <clears throat> Also, I hated Donald Glover doing a fucking Billy D. Williams impression. I fucking hated that shit. Like, just act. Just be a fucking character. But I loved, I love Solo. Oh shit! This is a fucking right turn right here. Right, I I loved it. I loved everything. I loved the 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 how Lando. I ain't gonna say was in love, but he cared for that robot, and she already knew it. Oh no, he was um, fucking that robot. And I loved every like I liked everything about it. I can say well. Yeah, I really loved it. This is had to be in my top Star Wars movies, top at least top two. Um, it gave you the background of of Han Solo, how he met Chewie. Um, the the only part I had a question about was who is the girl, the girl that he was with, who she contacted Darth Maul. Kira. And I'm like, is she? Does she show up anywhere else? No, they because were trying. They thought this movie was going to do well, and so they were trying to set some stuff up for sequels. Uh, yeah, because after that was Rogue One, and then the origin or the originals four, five, and six start. So I'm like, what role does she play in the future? But no, overall, yeah, I really enjoyed it. You, um, there was a little bit of comedy in there. Um, kind of makes me want to go back and watch four, five, and six because I don't remember him being this cocky. Was he cocky in four, five, and six? Yes. Oh. Well, see, I need to go back and watch those. Yeah, um, that's kind of like his whole shtick was like yeah. they were, yeah, cocky, arrogant, and all that. I, I feel like maybe you had a well, I can't explain what the fuck is wrong with you, Cody. I don't, I don't know. But uh, as for Matt, I feel like maybe you appreciated it more because you aren't as familiar with the original trilogy. But mm-hmm. like, I also found it very annoying when prequels are like, hey, um, you, you, you want to know um, how um, how Han Solo got those dice? Well, you, here's how he got those dice, y'all. Here, here's here's the exact story so that you don't have to think about anything. Hey, um, yeah, yeah, I want to know about the Clone Wars. We mentioned it in one movie, but you want to see the Clone Wars? You want to see that shit, huh? You, you, but is that the is that the whole point of these of these prequels? Is explain the stuff that people had questions about? But you, there's that kind of prequel which most mo- franchises do, and then there's tasteful prequels that are like, we're gonna do shit, but we aren't gonna like cram shit down your throat. It's not just gonna be the greatest hit. So this is this story can stand on its own and not just be the chapter zero of the original story. Okay, so what's your thoughts on Rogue One? I love Rogue One. Um, I appreciate it that they were like, we're going to introduce you to all these characters and every single one of them is going to die. Like this, this, these people play an important role in the history of the Star Wars stories, but don't get attached. I fucking hated this movie. Yeah, I figured if you like, I feel like that's where this is going. Like you love solo you didn't like 
So what's the problem? You you want some fucking toys of the characters and now they can't appear in more shit? No, I was like, what the fuck is the point of this? I understand that the whole point or the point of this was like they had the, was about um, them letting them know about the little hole in the Death Star right. and how that came to be. So they was like, all right, we want to explain that. And we just going to make up this random people and all this stuff like this. It was, I was like, it was boring. I didn't under, I didn't like how the dude, the blind dude at the end, I am the fourth before us. And it was just all stupid to me. Like none of this shit was entertained to me at all. Uh, well, for Star Wars, I felt like they went kind of two for two with both of them. I also liked that one. Uh, I, yeah, I, I just enjoyed a lot of it. I enjoyed kind of how it gave a little bit of a different look into like, you know, the, uh, the rebels and how they kind of formed. And then I did like the, you know, the scene at the end, of course, right where it goes right into the iconic kind of beginning of episode four with the whole Darth Maul invading the ship and everything leading right up to that. So yeah, I, I enjoyed both of the movies. Um, they, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't really hate one or, you know, I, yeah, I enjoyed both of them. So no, no real issues for me on either of them. I know there are a lot of kind of Star Wars that had issues with, uh, with kind of the way the new ones were done and everything. Um, but yeah, I, I felt like with both of those movies being outside of kind of the three trilogy ones, they, they did pretty well. Yeah, it's a no bueno for me. Yeah, I thought it was garbage. But now I'm back on it, so I don't um, Part of me wants to watch four, five, and six before I jump to the next ones, but and then part of me does it. So, so is your plan to just watch the movies and not the TV shows? Well, um, Cody was, was it, I don't know if it's Cody, but are you, was telling me how it's, no, or you mean, you mean the new ones, not like the cartoon, right? I mean the cartoons. Oh, uh, no, because it isn't it like the Tech of the Clones super long? Uh, Clone Wars is like seven or eight seasons, but yes. with Mandalorian uh, and Rebels is like maybe three or four, but Mandalorian is referencing a lot of that shit. Yeah, Mandalorian really- and uh, the Book of Boba Fett both yeah. reference a couple of characters in there, so. Any oh, man, because I'm, I'm doing all of this so I can watch those. So I need to watch the the. I mean, cartoon. you don't need to. You would just need to like ask some questions, like who is this? Right. It's kind of cooler when you see him pop up and you're like, oh shit, I know who that is. Uh, and Matt, wasn't your issue with episode one just the lack of like Darth Maul talking and any kind of normal interactions? Right. Yeah. So when he showed up under. Um, in uh solo i was like ah shit he about to do some things and then i remember oh wait he doesn't do shit in the next movie and he dies in clone wars you get kind of more of you get more of his story and everything and you actually get to hear him talk and like get more interactions and everything so you realize he actually played he actually ends up playing a bigger part than you think in the now not in the big kind of movie universe but in that show you get to kind of see him more and hear him and kind of find out who he is so Okay. I hated that well, scene in Solo when Kira calls Darth Maul and he's like, yeah, and you better do that shit. And let me turn my lightsaber on for no fucking reason. I thought that was stupid too, yeah. yeah. When, when she when she took the ring, I was like, oh, she about to start running some things now. But then when she spoke to him and then I'm like, oh, so she's going to be another subordinate. I thought she was about to be in charge. Mm-hmm. 
but they never done no follow up on her or anything in the comics. Yes. Oh, but Disney, I mean, Disney was like, fuck that. I mean, that movie didn't it did well, but it didn't do as well as everything else. Like, uh, if you look at the box office of these new Disney Star Wars movies, each one made less money than the last. Oh, yeah, because people don't want to wait. These old ones or the newer ones? I'm saying, I mean, when I say that, I'm saying like the episode new... one, two, and three, or like the, no, Force Awakens Dis- stuff. Yeah, yeah, the Disney. Okay, ones. though. Okay. Yeah. What is it? People just don't care about that stuff, or. I mean, what? so you got episode seven and it made like a billion dollars and people was like, Star Wars is back. Also, this is a remake of A New Hope, but Star Wars is back. And then you had Rogue One and people were like, wait, 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 wait back to back up. Force Awakens is a remake of New Hope. It more or less is like it's the same fucking plot beats. Oh, OK. Like one, right. once you once you get to it, you'll you'll be like, oh, OK. Did they really need to do that again? Oh, it's not it's not a remake, but they they copy a lot of shit from it just because it, it's intentional. It's to make you feel the things that you felt when you first saw Star Wars. That was J.J. Abrams intent. Oh. Um, but yeah, then you had Rogue One, which pe- a lot of people liked, but also people were like, I don't want to see a side Star Wars. And then when we got to uh, was it the uh, the last Jedi, people were like, uh why the fuck is this so different and then solo people were like fuck this this movie's stupid and then when you get to rise of skywalker people were fucking irked is it because i got a girl leading the the thing now or is it because of the black stormtrooper those are elements i mean Uh, we we will be talking about toxic fandom tonight yeah right yeah so I um I don't have much this week, but uh so I got a you know I as as we've talked before on the show, I am in the cult of Apple. So I just bought a Magic Mouse 2 for my setup because when we podcast, I use a mouse a lot just to like I, I got a lot of screens and windows open on my setup when we podcast. And so I was like, yeah, let me click here, click that. And I was like, you know what? Let me get let me try out this magic mouse. So I bought one. I was all excited about it. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, about to be stunned on these fucking poor people. And um, this shit is hurting my hand so fucking much. Like, how how do people use this bullshit as mouse? Yes, I I have one for my desktop, but I don't know. Like, I don't use it constantly. Yeah, I just you know Google some things like that and just get off. Cody, do you have a magic mouse? Are you a, a an Apple person? Um, I mean. I just have pretty much an iPhone. I don't have any of that other stuff, like all that and everything. So I'm you, kind of, you, you didn't go I, all in. I got you. No, no, not not yet. You know, maybe when I get back stateside and get a little bit more settled in somewhere, I'll start getting all that smart house stuff and everything. But uh, no, right now I'm still uh, not fully initiated to the cult, I guess. Gotcha. I mean, I'm. I mean, I already bought it. I can't. Oh, I can't return it. But I'm not. I, I'm making myself use it tonight and when I edit. But. Um, not feeling this mouse this mouse is some ass all right um this week we discuss scream five be right back (laughs) (laughs) he's dead there's certain rules to surviving believe me i know they always come back the killer is a part of something in the past this one just feels different 
You're all in danger. Bob? Well, Sydney. I've seen this movie before. Not this movie. Ghostface is back, but this time the true reason for his return is because of toxic fandom. The stab movies have gotten stale, so to give the movie makers some good source material, two more people donned the mask and knife. They killed Dewey, by the way. He sort of went out like a G, though. Sort of. Um, before we actually get into discussion about the movie, what's you all's relationship to this series? Um, so I've actually kind of enjoyed the franchise as a whole. Uh, the first movie I thought was really, really well done. Um, and I've kind of enjoyed how they've kind of stuck to their, you know, always, you know, slightly meta kind of talking about, you know, oh, this is what happens in horror movies and all that kind of stuff. So as a whole, I've enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I thought the first one was really, really well done and everything. So, yeah, I thought they've all of them have been pretty solid. None of them have been too, too bad, I thought. Uh, I know I've seen the first two, and I don't think I've seen anyone after that. Okay. Um, like, I, I'm with you, Cody. Like, I really like this series. Um, I rewatched it, like, maybe two or three years ago. And, like, I, like, Scream 1 is still, like, a really solid movie, like, to this oh, day. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'd almost put it as kind of a classic. It was just very yeah. different and kind of original. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Scream 2 and 3 I don't like as much and I feel like people sleep on Scream 4 so fucking hard and um, honestly I feel like if they would have had the balls to kill Sydney and Scream 4 that could have spawned a new trilogy of Scream movies unlike anything we've seen in horror like it because like if um, you haven't seen 4 right Matt no, I'm not going to say exactly. So basically, if the killer would have been able to succeed in four, I've, I could see a screen five, not this one, but like a, an alternate screen five taking on the elements of screen, but also the elements of I know what you did last summer. Mm-hmm. As in the person gets away with the murder of Sydney and everything they get away and they get famous like everybody does when they do all this scream shit and then you have a scream five where a new killer is hunting the killer from the last movie because they know what they did that would have been uh, so cool hmm. yeah that's hmm. that would be, I mean that would be that would be huge for the franchise kind of kill it off the uh, the girl that's been in all the movies before then so right. um, yeah I don't know if they had any I don't know if they because with a lot of these franchises, you'll sometimes hear that, oh, this was supposed to be the last one. And then all of a sudden there's a reboot or a remake. So I don't know if four was intended to be the last one or not, or if they always had plans to do this fifth one and kind of do a slight reboot of the series. Well, it was saying that each one has made less money than the last. Like um, Scream 4 made 97 million, Scream 3 made 161 million, Scream 2, 172. And I do not see the amount for Scream 1. So why don't we keep talking while I try and look that up? Um, so I guess if you're looking at five, uh, one thing that I kind of, you know, you mentioned in Dewey going out as a G. I, I, had I said, a I said sort of, sort of. Uh, yeah, I, I had a problem just with the death scene in general, just because they literally, and this happens in a lot of kind of horror movies and all that kind of stuff where it's like, that doesn't, nobody will logically do that. They shoot him, they get him down. Uh, ghost face and then they all just fucking leave like what yeah they was like well mission accomplished 
yeah, like, why would you not take his mask off and look at him and all that stuff? And instead, three people get in the elevator, one person walks up to Ghostface, and then he gets fucking, like, it was, I just felt like it was really dumb. And it just logically, like, why would you not have everybody go over and look at him to try yeah. and maybe restrain him and all that stuff? And I get, I mean, are we doing kind of spoilers right no, now? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, we don't, okay. we don't do non-spoilers. Okay, so well, I, I guess. In, in this portion. Okay. And I guess it kind of makes sense because, you know, one of the other accomplices was there. So he probably would have done something to try and run some inter- interference if they all went over there. But so he didn't do he didn't do or say anything. He was just going with the flow. I know. I'm thinking maybe he would have if they had gone over there. Yeah. I, I don't know what his game plan was because it seems like it was not, you know, having yeah. ghost get shot was probably not in their playbook one of them get shot was probably not in the playbook at that time it it was because they had kevlar (laughs) well yeah i'm just saying you know i I don't know if he was you know i don't know what his plan would have been if they actually successfully killed the other person there he would have probably had to call an audible and gone back and figured out what he was going to do um i feel like in that like when when dewey shot the killer i genuinely thought that they were truly subverting everything that they have ever done and like in the middle of the movie like one of the killers would have just been off the board. Like that would have been fucking insane. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, and then, I'll, yeah, I mean, I feel like they also went with a horror trope of, you know, cause he was like, his whole thing was like, Oh, you got to go back and make sure he's dead. And then of course he gets murdered when he goes over there. Right. So, I mean, I thought that was fucking stupid, but like, he still sort of went out like a G. Sort yeah. Of. It, it was just the whole, just and I, like I said, it's hap- it happens in other horror movies. They're like, go like you get the bad guy down or whatever and then all of a sudden it's like okay everybody run away it's like why would you not all gang up go over there and then you know make sure they're dead you get the reveal and everything like at that point they didn't know there were two ghost faces so they thought they had it figured out so why wouldn't you yeah just that logically didn't make sense i didn't pull on that thread too hard and like just say this is terrible because of that but that was one of the scenes that i did have a little bit of an issue with how it kind of went down and everything right so just a piggyback. So this movie made more money than Scream 4, but less than Scream 3. Was Scream 4 released commercially or was that a straight to kind no, of stream? It was it was commercially. It was 2011. Okay. I think I may have seen it once it kind of I don't I don't think I saw that one in theaters. But no. uh, again, I, I also kind of did like that one too. I didn't have any big issues with it or anything like that, like a lot of people seem to. I'm sorry, Matt. What did you look very pensive there? What were your thoughts on Screen Five? Oh, I fucking hated it. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Everything about it, I hated. It reminds you too much of Rogue One. It's too, and I'm just from hearing what you guys talked about. I guess this franchise is known for being um, what's the word? Self-aware of Mm -hmm. like, I hated all of that. I hated all of that to like the the mentioning like halloween like <laughs> it was just i it was just stupid like I, I i guess that's what they do oh we know about horror movies so we're gonna do we're gonna uh be better because we know the quote-unquote rules of horror movies but it's like everything just kept being repetitive it wasn't like we knew these horror movie rules and it was like every scene they're re- referencing more horror movies 
but people are still dying. So what is the point of saying you understand these horror movie rules and stuff? You have this like they and then it was like they throw a fucking party for yeah I guess mourning this and I was like oh, like all of this shit is stupid. Uh, but the the person or I guess the scene stealer would be uh the the brother and sister the girl. Okay. Okay. Um, I have I have things to say about both of them. But like I I enjoyed her when um how she kept saying everything about that. But it was just like overall I'm like it was just stupid. I, I enjoyed um Dewey as a character. Um, and like you said when he died, I thought like you guys like Cody said, why wouldn't you take off? Why wouldn't you take off the mask or whatever? Oh, you got to shoot him in the head. It. And then the whole reason why they're doing this is uh, so they can make like I thought the whole thing was stupid. I will say the reason that the people had I also wasn't a huge fan of. Oh, we're we hated the last stab movie. We're doing a real action like live reboot of it and everything. Like I I wasn't a huge fan of that. I, I mean, it little- but it's a commentary in itself about tax toxic fandom. Like all the stupid ass petitions about we're raising money so that you they can um do a remake of Star Wars episode eight. Like that stupid shit. Well and, yeah. and that's where it's like if this was this this movie seems like it's like a fan made movie where Hollywood is not doing it right. Uh, we're gonna do it ourselves, but then they actually Hollywood did do this movie, so it's like you're talking about yourself in like third person, but you're actually do- it was just weird. I didn't like this movie at all. No, like that take is I 100% agree. Like, I felt like unlike the previous movies, it felt like this movie stopped and the actors turned to the cameras and was like, Hey. We've seen Star Wars. We know what they did. They fucked it up, right? Luke Skywalker should have been better than that. We're going to do remakes better than that, all right? We got the legacy characters. Y'all like these old motherfuckers? We're going to bring those in here, right? We're going to bring it because y'all love that, right? We're going to do all the things you love, right? Because that's what you want to see, right? We're going to give you what you want. And we're going to make fun of those people that don't like that shit. But we're really going to do that shit anyway right yeah that, and that's what that's just what it was also when um her boyfriend was in the bed and they had he was eating pizza and they had a big ass pizza hut logo i was like talking about product placement but yeah so i hated this movie no like i don't really care for those references it's like hey we know these things we're going to be better than that but we're actually going to do the things that we're making commentary on i, I didn't care for that um i did absolutely love the scene at that party when um the boy twin his girlfriend was like hey let's get out of here you want to go upstairs and he's like mm, no nah, you might be the killer so it's it's just smart if i just stay down here <laughs> that was that was one aspect that i found a little entertaining and kind of funny was the fact that as soon as the first girl gets attacked this supposed group of friends immediately suspects one another i'm like what kind of shitty ass friendship do you guys have where all of a sudden you're like, I don't know, you might be the killer. Like, you guys hang out with each other and everything, and then you're like, no, uh, we're friends, but I think you might have straight up murdered her or tried to kill her and all that stuff. It was, hey, man, it was they, they're familiar with the stat movies, okay? 
I guess that's another thing. They, 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 they immediately suspected one another is like, what kind of shitty friends do you have? Where you're like, yeah, I think, you know, yeah, we're friends, but I think you could have done this shit. Like it's, uh, it was interesting that they were immediately like, yeah, they, they all suddenly turned on each other right away. Right. And they also go straight to horror movies to where it's like, ah, uh, they go find Dewey and bring him over there. All right. It's going to be one of you kill it. Has he, was he in every single one of the movies? Yes. There were three legacy characters that have survived the entire franchise until now. Him, Courtney Cox, and Neff Campbell. Yeah. Okay, so I was like... I mean, basically, I was, if so, they I don't like the self-awareness of it. I mean, that's the whole point of Scream. But if they didn't kill Jamie Kennedy in the second movie, everything that Dewey did, was doing, that would be him in this movie. So was the sheriff the same sheriff in the other movies? She was in the last one, but she was a deputy in the last one. That's why the um, the main girl called her Deputy Hicks instead of Sheriff Hicks. Was that girl in the on the main girl? Was she in that one too? Just her first movie, because remember, like she's supposed to be like twenty something. So like when she wasn't born, like she she would have been born after Scream One happened. Yeah, this is no, a little I'm bit in of new characters. Well, in in uh, four, was she in four? No. Because it wasn't a the four was more about Sydney. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, also seen the other ones. Sydney seemed, seemed too cocky. <laughs> Who? Like what do you cocky? Sydney. Who? Oh, Sydney. Okay. Oh yeah. Because yeah. when he was like, he's like, uh, yeah, make sure. Uh, or do you have a gun or something? She's like, I'm Sydney. Blah blah blah. Of course I have a gun. And I'm like, I don't know you like that. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that was. There was a really funny joke in Scream 4 where somebody tried to attack her. It wasn't Ghostface. And, like, she whipped their ass. And she's like, yeah, like, I've gone through this too many times. Like, I should know how to defend myself. That was funny. But, like, in this instance where she's like, yeah, I'm Sydney fucking Prescott. Like, I agree with you. That was a bit much. But she was also in this movie for, like, 15 minutes. Well, right. no, that's 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 being generous. At least, like, 10 minutes. So you were saying you, you want to say something about the brother and sister. Oh, well, I like that, like that joke. And I like the, the actress that plays the sister. Um, she's also on Yellow Jackets, which I was hyping up a couple of weeks ago. But um, I like her character. Like she's trying to be the Jamie Kennedy. I didn't really care for that shit when she was watching Stab and that meta on meta shit. I didn't care for that bullshit. But I, I did like her. Yeah. Um, any final thoughts before we bounce on to the next thing? Um, I think they should probably kind of, I think, wrap up the screen <laughs> at this point. Um, I think this was the first one that, uh, I mean, Wes Craven was involved in the first four, I think. Yes, Definitely the first three. Yeah, he passed away. So <clears throat> I don't know. I think that's the, and I know, you know, you mentioned it a while ago. Everybody's doing reboots of shit. Um, I don't know. I think some of them just some franchises need to be left alone. Uh, like the newest uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie came out. I thought it was terrible. I was waiting. Uh, I was waiting to see if you were going to bring that up. Yeah, I uh, I didn't even know it was coming out, and I watched it. And it was it wasn't one. It wasn't even that long. It wasn't even didn't crack an hour and a half, and it just <laughs> wasn't good. It was. It's a Netflix <laughs> original, man. As yeah, I can stay on Netflix and ever. It was I. <laughs> I, I really didn't like it. We don't need to do, do reboots of every fucking thing out there and all that stuff. 
sometimes it's best to just leave them alone. But I know that if people think there's an opportunity to uh, make a little bit of money and try and do a reboot of a series, maybe get it going again. Uh, I mean, this this movie made a lot of money in a pandemic. So, yeah. What, which one? The Scream or? The Scream. Okay. Because I think, yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre just came out. Straight to Netflix. Um, yeah, straight to Netflix. Uh, yeah, I... I I had a lot of problems with it, so I I didn't like it. And you already said that you didn't like this movie, Matt. No, it was a uh, too self too self aware for me. I like I like I like my characters to be ignorant of the real world. <laughs> That's fair. I'm in the middle. Like I see both of y'all's points. I didn't like it. Um, there were some things that I didn't care for, like Dewey's death was stupid, but I mean, he still sort of went out like a G and also like, I'm just tired of franchises holding on to these fucking legacy characters, like kill Sydney killer. Let's move forward. Yeah. I don't know if they had plans to do any other ones, but yeah, overall, I, I thought the movie was, yeah. Okay. Uh, I didn't think it was great. Didn't think it was terrible and everything. Um, but yeah, I, I think they can go. They should go ahead and just let this one, you know, let screen kind of be and all that stuff. I don't know if there's any reason to keep it going. I also don't know if the show. I haven't seen the show that exists. I don't know if it. Has oh, don't that show is fucking terrible. Okay, I didn't know if they had any kind of tie-ins or anything like that with this. But the uh, screen movies are movies in the screen TV show series. Yeah. Universe. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So they kind of. Yeah. Okay. Little matter with that, but. Hmm. All right, what do you guys think the Rotten Tomatoes is on this movie? 30. Um, 57. Okay, let's let's do this again. Um don't go below 60. Really? Yeah. 63. 88 now. <laughs> 77% with an 81% audience score pretty generous that's too generous (laughs) i didn't think you guys were gonna go that low (laughs) i didn't think it was that good but i i've had other horror movies that i've watched where rotten tomatoes disagrees with me a lot so i'm not too surprised about that people were chomping at the bit to have some more scream content in their life but i feel like even if you want like you'd almost be more disappointed if it wasn't didn't meet expectations and i didn't think it did but i don't know maybe people like the new characters and everything. the commentary went over a lot of people's heads i think okay are, are there is there like a synopsis of why it got a fairly good rotten tomato score i mean people liked it like people like the very little like that annoying scene where um they were um what's the word i'm looking for that annoying scene where they were delaying um the boy that plays 13 reasons why his death people fucking love that shit because they were like oh man it's subverting what you think it's got to happen with the jump scare but no that's just annoying that's that's not at all a subversion and also like i was thinking i i haven't been stabbed so i don't know how this works but they were getting stabbed a lot and still rolling with it yeah yeah because when with like the the first girl she was dead as like ah oh, no nah, she got stabbed seven times she's still alive though i was He's like 50 cent of stabbings 
Right. I was like, and then everybody getting stabbed in this stuff and getting shot and just coming back. You you expect that stuff from like a Michael Myers type person, but not the regular people in there. Right. This movie is supposed to be somewhat realistic. Now that you right. mentioned the stabbing thing, that was one thing that was kind of interesting too. They definitely like they definitely up. went pretty violent with it. And yeah, it like, yeah, felt like they upped the gore. Yeah, you got to get a couple of, you know, several stabs in there. Don't just go with one. Go with like, you know, five really good, really strong ones and then move on from that. So, right. All right, let's do trivia. Screen five has the least amount of screen time for Nev Campbell, which has the second least. Screen four. What'd you say, Cody? Uh, four. And you said three, Matt? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it would seem that, um, well, okay. So a very pop, uh, famous story is that, um, by the time we got to screen three, Nev Campbell was like super fucking in demand. And so she only had two weeks to dedicate to filming. So she's only in screen three for 33 minutes. But the funny thing is each screen movie, Nev Campbell has had less and less screen time. So screen one, she was in the movie for 43 minutes. Screen two, 37. Screen three, 33. Screen four, which she was 100% on board with filming. Like, she didn't have anything else going on. She was only in that shit for 27 minutes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, yeah, she was in this movie, like, four minutes, four seconds. So, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> uh, oh, okay. Well, you kind of touched, this, touched on this, Cody. The first screen film, this is the first screen film not directed by Wes Craven, who passed away in August of 2015 from cancer. The character of Wes was named in his honor, and the film is dedicated to him in the end credits. Also, that character of Wes, why the fuck was his hairstyle like Quicksilver? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing here, man? Who was who like, this is the look for him? Yep. Um, the film this film was released on January 14th, 2022, 25 years and 25 days since the original film's release, which came out December 20th, 1996. Okay, I, th- I, th- I thought she had something formulated in there, man. Nah, I mean, I, I like kept thinking, damn, that's a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised like the actors are still alive, usually when. You know, when it's like a long um, thing between right. movies. Yeah. I mean, they just in no, the late 40s, early 50s. Right. Yeah. They, as I was say, they all look good. On, look good. Well, I know uh, Dewey was supposed to look like a hobo, but, you know, <laughs> they, they, the other ones, they all look good. Courtney Cox and everything. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. What she, is she doing anything now? Yeah. You know, she did have that show Cougar Town for a minute, but I don't think she's uh, doing yeah, anything right. going on. I liked how her and David or Kat had like one scene together, maybe two, because you know they're they're divorced in real life, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> um, they had no, they just had that yeah that one scene when they first meet up. Mm. Also, now I'm thinking about this movie. What was the point of just having that stalker dude in there just to kill something, just so he could be killed? Yep, they needed some. There was too much time between kills, and they needed to throw something in the middle. I agree. Also, what what bar is letting high school kids in? 
Right. Yeah, that was that was interesting. <laughs> they were all just hanging out in the bar, and they're like, "Okay, things are getting a little too rowdy now. We can't have you underage kids in here anymore." <laughs> <laughs> Before it was cool, but now yeah. no, Sari Bob. I guess the town's not maybe not doing too well, and they're just kind of. I mean, it, it is what probably at this point murder capital of the world, right? Um, maybe. I don't know. I mean, it definitely <laughs> doesn't have a proud history. It's kind of like uh what is it? And you know, the Halloween, I can't remember the name of the town off the oh, top. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That, that place was famous just for those murders and everything. It begins with an Haddonfield, I think is the name of it. That was Hatchet, pretty much Hatchetfield? Haddonfield. Okay. Okay. I'm making shit up with Hatchetfield. Don't look at me, all right. Sounds right. kind, I think kind of like it. So I, I don't know. But yeah, that was didn't seem like it was a very, uh, very good area to not not a place people were moving to live in or anything like that. So they were just kind of like, you know, they let people do whatever they want. Everybody had bigger problems to worry about. Right. I mean, Matt, real quick, did you what, what did you think of the other screen movies? Did you like those or you didn't seem to, uh, you don't see the premise of kind of the, the movies. So. Well, no, because I seen the first two when they came out mm-hmm. around that time or on VHS or whatever it was. So I guess it's kind of like not Star Wars in a sense of where it's like I'm not it's not ingrained in me. So like it's ingrained in you guys that, you know, they talk about horror movies and things like that. And that's part of it to where I'm like, that's stupid. <laughs> that's, don't do that. <laughs> Yeah. So um, I, I guess, guess that's what that's that's what it is. Okay. Because yeah, if you didn't like this movie for those kind of reasons, it seems like you just wouldn't really. You'd be like, yeah, all these movies are trash in this franchise. This is They're not just, the series yeah. for you. Right, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, I have no intentions to go back and uh, watch it. I'd rather watch Halloween episode three. <laughs> well, I mean, well, but, I mean, we, but know, we like that movie because it's actually good. Exactly. Well, you guys I still hate. Wrong. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not- it's a trash movie in the franchise that has nothing to do with anything else. It just or I should say, I rather I, I rather watch Halloween one than watch this, and I, I didn't like that at all. Ew, ew, <laughs> yuck! Thank you so much for listening. Please rate, like, and review our podcast on your platform of choice. If you have any feedback, please email us at we used to talk pod at gmail.com. Like our Facebook page, we used to talk about this at work. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at we used to talk pod. Come back next week when we review Vampire in Brooklyn. I don't know if this was a good episode. I don't know if this was a bad episode, but whatever you think about it, talk about it at work. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs>